Drinks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. Hey, Amanda. How are you doing? Um, Hanging in there? Yeah. I guess that's always like the, that's like the question of the last four months, right? How are you hanging in there? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting because we went from, <laughs> we went, like, I think about it. We went from like you being like, I'm taking my kids out of school and me being like, for what? And then <laughs> and then being like, oh, for that. Okay, cool. I'll get on board. And then it was like, well, we'll be home for two weeks. And then I remember I think you were one of the first people to be like, No, this is like forever. And I was like, Shut up, it can't be. <laughs> um and then, like, well, three weeks and then we'll reevaluate. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, um, I don't know. Okay. And then it got to where it was like, oh, oh no, I lost what happened to April. Um, <laughs> because April just didn't happen. Um, March yeah. was a year. April didn't happen. Wasn't June, that so weird? Yeah. You're right. We're, we're in June. Like May was also a blink. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it's just like, huh? Huh? What's happening? Oh, it's June. My kids are done with school. It, you know, it's just, and then there's also the world is on fire with racism. So that just added a nice layer of. Or rather, yeah, it's always been on fire with racism, but now. Now it, uh, now it really is though. Like there's fires, like real fires. Um, No. Yeah. I mean, you know, we try not to get political on the show, um, but I don't think, and I know it gets politicized. But I think this is more about uh, hum- humanity and learning about people and their experience beyond your own. Um, so the only thing I'm going to say is if you listen to this and you say, I don't see color, I want to challenge you to think about what, how that could be problematic. Or when someone says Black Lives Matter and you say, but all lives matter, just I would love for our listeners to just challenge themselves to think about it. Why? Why is that important? And um, right when your house is on fire, it it wouldn't be very nice if everyone else said, "Well, all houses matter." But no, no, no. My house is on fire right now, and I need I need help, and I need you to help me. But I I I want to. I mean, I don't think people who say all lives matter are trying to be harmful. I think the intent is actually um, to be inclusive. I agree. But, but there's an. But what what is happening in this world is that there are people out there who think black lives do not matter as much. And so what we're saying is, is in order for all lives to matter, we need to recognize that there are people out there who treat black people, people of color differently. And so we need to say that that has to stop and that they matter and they should matter and that we need to be paying attention and doing something about that. So um, soapbox got on it. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, it's hard because yeah, just what you said. We don't. We we're not political on this show. Uh, we try to be sort of a safe haven from and the things that divide us. But at the end of the day, racism isn't. That's not Mm-mm. politics. That's no, it's not politics. Human rights. Yeah, everyone has a right to <laughs> not live in fear. Yes, and I also just want to point out. Um, like Amanda said, there are a few things that maybe are good to look into, and um, there are a few things that that I think are um, 
you know, if, if you haven't looked into it or haven't done your own um, research on it, uh, a couple things that I think are worthy of learning about and doing a little research on so that you are a more informed, uh, compassionate uh, citizen, person, human, uh, is uh, looking up Juneteenth and finding out what that's all about, Juneteenth, um, and uh, the Tulsa Massacre, and <laughs> systematic racism. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> there's just, it's a lot. Yeah, there's it a lot. It is a lot, but um, I think now is a good time. We've all got the time and the space to do better. Yes. Yes. So I am I so uncomfortable. <laughs> well, it's also, it's hard. Let's just be very, uh, like, you and I have struggled with how do we even get on the mic to talk? And, you know, there's just so much happening that's so weighty right now in the world. It feels weird and it feels off for us to be like, yuck, yuck, yuck. Bop, 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 bop. But right. in the same sense, too, like, like le- levity is important uh, as well. As long as you're, as long as you're acknowledging the weight, I think. Yes. Yes. You know. So, because I know I, um, when I can laugh, oh boy, <laughs> it's usually over it. the stupidest things, and then I just lose it and I can't stop. And everybody's like, "Oh, she's lost." Like I've definitely hit this place where, um, I'm like I've lost it. I I don't. <laughs> Like, I don't socialize the way I used to. I don't respond to things. I was watching TV the other day and was talking back to it like it was a friend. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I was like, oh, that's so stupid. I can't believe. And then I was just like, no, no, that's the television. That is not a person. That's the television. You hit the grandma stage so early. (laughs) So early. So early. You know, 91 days of captivity, and that's what happens. I just start talking to machines like they're my friends. It's so strange also, in addition to all of the protests, uh, you know, is that we are still (laughs) – there's still a pandemic. Nothing has changed, and if anything, it's gotten worse, and yet – like, I feel like a lot of the countries just like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And yeah. At, least, at least for me, I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm being gaslit a little bit. Well, that's what we can talk about for my story if you want to hear about it. Um, yes. Let me add one last thing. Okay. You were saying you laugh at the craziest things. Yeah. I wanted to tell you. I don't know if I've told you or said this on the show before, but um, Ari and I have this stupid thing. Um, It's a recurring inside joke where if there's like a very strange noise. Have I told you this? If there's a really strange noise or like a loud noise or whatever, one of us will sometimes say, excuse me. As if that loud noise was a fart. <laughs> so it'll be like, you know, like a firework will go off. And yeah. it'll be like. <laughs> this is exactly the thing I would laugh 
Yes, like, exactly. Way too yeah. long yet. Yes. The garbage truck will make like a loud noise. <laughs> oh, excuse yeah. me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so silly and so stupid, but it never ceases to amuse. So oh, wait, really uh, quick. Yeah. So I have three kids. They're all boys. They're nine, eight, and four. Oh, my gosh. I have three kids. Uh, I have a nine-year-old boy and then twin six-year-old girls. Woohoo! Yep. All right. Lay your story on us. Um. So it's, you know, as always, I used to have, like, stories. And sometimes I'll have a, a full-on story. Most times I go, I don't really have anything because life is just tough. But um, this is more of... Uh, it's more, uh, you're going to be mad at me. I'm going to be mad at you? You're going to be mad at me. So no, I'm going to be mad. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. So, uh, you know, I've been working full time and Caitlin has been working full time and we've been trying to, we had to homeschool the kids like everybody else. And we failed to the point where the teachers were like, you failed. Even on like Emma Lane's report card, <laughs> it came in and it was like, she's doing great. Maybe we should take her outside some and do some art with her. <laughs> like it was just we like a, a little letter. jab. We got a Ooh. letter from Rex's school being like, um, he is not meeting grade requirements for fractions and this might be a problem. We were like, Shit. Um, well, it, too bad. There's fucking nothing we can do. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, well, okay. Um, you know, yesterday, Caden just was like, if they're homeschooling in the fall, we're, we're taking them out and we're sending them to private school and I'm done and I don't care. <laughs> like, he was like, I was like, I think all schools will be canceled. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> also, if school will be canceled in the fall, there's probably good reason for it. I know, but we can't, our kids are broken. Like we really broke them. They like, they, um, they are fighting like rabid beasts more than before because they're so sick of each other uh wesley's gotten to this place where he talks to us about video games like it's real life like he oh it's the God. only experience he has and yes, so it's Amanda. really like it's i can't hear any more talk about brahalla or splatoon or now he's we finally caved and let him do Fortnite where he like shoots people and it's just like yeah all he does wakes up and he's like hey so then there's this one pack that I got and then the suit and the skin. And then I found this oh thing and, he just, and the my whole time I'm, too. I can't, I can't. Uh, it's like, I, so uh, Caden was, uh, he was like, I can't listen to any more video Not game talk. Do my and kids then, make us listen to the video game talk? Do your kids do this too? They'll be like, let me show you oh, the yeah. skins I made on yeah. this character. And then <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, every yeah. Every five minutes, like Ajax wants to show me like something that he built in Roblox or you know, yes. like, Roblox. All they do is Roblox all day long. Is Roblox, Roblox, and then they'll be like, "Come over here and let's go over here and do this." And the, so the girls will play Roblox together, like on separate sets, and then they like walk around together. Um, and I just, I'm just so um, done. With all of it. And they're done with all of it. The other day I came out and they were laying on the carpet staring at the ceiling. Whoa. And I was like, are you guys all right? And they're like, we're really bored. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. Because it's hard. I mean, I can't, I can't engage with them because I'm on Zoom calls all day. 
Yeah. So it'd be one thing if I could actually like help them and do something. But most times I'm like, go draw something. And then I'm, I'm leading a meeting. So it's not even like I can like take my face off the meeting or voice. Like I have to always, I'm always in these meetings. And then to them, it's also hard because they see me, I'm here, but they're like, just get off the computer and come talk to us. Like, let's go walk around or do something. And I'm like, I can't, I'm on these calls all day long. Like I cannot, I can't, and I have to keep my job. So I'm just like, it's just been, it's been 91 days and it's been really, really hard on them emotionally. Yeah. And it, I definitely feel, I know I'm doing the best I can and, but it definitely feels like I'm neglecting them. So this is where you're going to get mad. I understand. Oh, okay. So summer camp opens up on Monday and you better believe we were first in line. <laughs> Oh, my kids are going to camp for the rest of the summer and they can't wait. And all their friends are going to, and we, they're all in the same, they're doing all kinds of stuff. Like they have to wear masks and they have to take their temperatures before they come in. And they're only in little groups of 10. And so they keep them all kind of pocketed away. Uh Um, But that will last like two days. Let's just be real honest about that before they're all on the playground, just like back to what it feels like. Um, Right. So we, we did that. Like, and so it was funny because the other moms were like, are you sending your kid to camp? And I was like, yes. And they're like, me too. I feel terrible, but they need it. And, you know, I just got to the place where I was like, my kids socially need and emotionally need to see their friends. They need to be outside playing. They need organized care. Like it's actually bad that we can't take care of them. And so it's better for them to go to camp, but it's interesting because on social media, There are so many people shaming people for sending their kids to camp or sending their kids uh, to daycare. And it's like, you can do that. You can be home with your kid right now and take care of them. But think about the people who can't, like essential workers who haven't been able to take care of their kids and have had to find places for them to go. Like, it's so, it's it's the same kind of idea where it's like, nobody's thinking beyond their own experience. You know, like, this is just dangerous and you're 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 part of the problem and it's like no the like there's many aspects to it um like i all day long i've just been like i can't wait for camp i can't wait for camp i can't wait for camp from nine to four every day they're gonna have time to play and i'm gonna get to do work and not be constantly looking over my shoulder to make sure they're not climbing a piece of furniture or yeah cutting their hair or breaking something or falling you know like it's yeah so I, I say you're ma- going to be mad at me because I do know, like, it is my responsibility right now to be safer at home. And we've adhered to that. Um, and I think what we'll do is we're going to send them to camp. We're still going to stay safer at home and then try to limit our exposure outside. Yeah. So that we aren't possibly, like, if somebody does get sick or if we're exposed to it, we're not getting anyone else sick. You know, like, right. just, we're not going to, like, run around town now and be like, everything's open. Because that's the thing here in L.A., it's very different than the rest of the world. We are, uh, we've been, we've still been shut in. Right. But like my friends in Florida, they're all like having birthday parties and they're back to normal. Right. Some I think them, a lot of our listeners are. Yeah. They're, I've gathered they're not, from our Facebook group. Yeah. They're, they're back, they're back at it. And uh, so LA just opened up like yesterday mm-hmm. and it was, it's weird because it feels like, uh, they said they were going to do phases, but it feels like they just went from everything's closed to everything's back open. You can just go back as to life as it was. And right. that's the part that's tough to navigate because it's also like, like 
my favorite whiskey bar down the street, they opened up a beer garden so that you could sit outside and it's it's like intoxicating. I'm like, oh, I want to go there so bad and just like sit and have someone make me an old fashioned and like sit outside and enjoy that. But then I'm like, oh, but that's not safe. I could make one here. You know, wait, but- <clears throat> can I interrupt and just say I'm not mad at you at okay. all. I know <laughs> how hard it has been for you and I know how hard it has been for your whole family and you you are a grown up and you are a parent and you decide what's yeah. best for your family and i can't yeah. tell you what's best for your family i know i just uh, when i say you're mad, i mean i just know that like i feel guilty so it's not that i actually think you would ever be mad at me about it but i feel oh. guilty because it feels like um i'm not doing like, it feels like I'm going against what I should be doing, which is not going to camp because we can still hold out a little longer. But you can't. Right. My kids were staring at the ceiling the other day. So Yeah. Like, it sounds like you yeah. know your kids and you know if they're, like, having a really tough time. Like, yeah. Because yeah. it's a tough fucking time. Yeah. It's <laughs> – if you're someplace where everyone is still, like – on lockdown or you know we've been in lockdown mm-hmm. um it's really hard yeah it's mentally so hard i mean my kids are definitely losing their minds uh to some degree <laughs> although yeah. my kids are a little less i think uh social <laughs> probably because they're my kids <laughs> so they're like okay although Odie really does miss kids yeah He's so we just do a lot of FaceTime and yep. Zoom. Um, and I encourage like family members to just like FaceTime us anytime, like yeah. if they want to talk to him. And he's so happy about it. It's actually really, it's really funny to, <laughs> it's funny because he's four years old. He'll be on a Zoom call and, um, and like, like he's hanging out with his, fr- with his friend B. And then, um, like during that FaceTime, he'll just look at me and go, this is boring. I want to talk to Cece. (laughs) You know what? That's how we all feel. There's places where we're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Have you ever gone out with somebody and then you're like, this is nice. And then you sit down and you're like, oh, I don't want, I don't have anything else to say. (laughs) I just want to go home. (laughs) I mean, I've definitely gone on dates like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no. Oh. This, I, we haven't even got the appetizers yet, and I'm done. Um. <laughs> I wish I was talking to Stacy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we have a, had some nice moments there where we've, we're learning about, you know, Zoom etiquette. Yes. And my, cause like we don't talk on phones really. So there's, they're learning how to be like, all right, well, it's time. I, I need to go. Nice talking to you. I'll talk to you later. Like they don't even know how to do that. <laughs> We're figuring that out. Well, I like the, have you seen the meme where it's like me on the switch, uh, me on the Zoom call and then me after the Zoom call where it's like super bubbly and bright. And then as soon as you turn it off, it's like, oh, <laughs> I haven't seen that. That's great. Okay. That's totally mean. Like every meeting, I'm like, bye, thanks. <laughs> so picture this your home. 
finishing a glass of wine and just as you're about to pour another, it happens. The realization you're all out and there's no backup bottle. I call that novenophobia, the fear of running out of wine. Well, thanks to First Leaf, I get personalized boxes of wine shipped right to my door. Like, it's kind of the greatest uh, feeling in the world to get a package that's filled with wine. I'm not going to lie. I get lots of things in the mail nowadays, but when it's wine, there's no better package. So here's how you can get an incredible wine package without uh, leaving the comfort of your own home. So start by going online and taking a quick quiz to assess your wine drinking preferences. So once you go to firstleaf.com, they'll set you all up. Then Firstleaf will send you six expertly picked bottles of wine based on your answers. Here's the cool part. Firstleaf uses your ratings and feedback. So when you get your wine, you taste it, you're like, I don't know, I didn't really like that one, or I absolutely adored that, or I've never had anything like that, but I want more. They take all that, and they use your ratings and feedback to refine your future shipments. So you just give each bottle a thumbs up or a thumbs down online, and Firstleaf will take care of the rest. You can also choose what types of wine you want in your next box. Firstleaf updates their inventory every single month. So there's always something new to try. So even though the days may seem endless, the months won't because of First Leaf. So subscriptions are super flexible. I can choose, you can choose like whenever you want to have it. If you want to get wine weekly, if you want to get like wine monthly or you can go on First Leaf and figure out how fast you need that wine and they will set it all up and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee which is pretty unique. So if you if you receive a bottle you don't like or you're not into, First Leaf will cover the cost. So if you get some you don't like, you don't have to pay for that. So sign up today, get six bottles of wine for only $29.95 plus free shipping for a year. Go to firstleaf.com slash WMD. That's six bottles of wine for only $29.95 and free shipping for an entire year. Try firstleaf.com slash WMD. Have you been experiencing stress or anxiety or you have trouble sleeping at least once a week? JK, of course you do, because you're a human being in 2020. Our sponsor this week is Feels. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. And what it does is it naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. For the last couple of months, I have had a horrible time getting to sleep or even just feeling relaxed enough to feel sleepy. So I put a few drops of feels under my tongue and I feel a difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is you just have to find your right dose and everyone is different. So you may have to take a little more or a little less just to get the effects that you're after. And if you're new to CBD, feels offers a free CBD hotline and they'll help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, there's no hangover, there's no addiction. So join the Feels community and get Feels delivered directly to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash WMD and you will get 
half off your first order with free shipping. So that's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash W-M-D to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels dot com slash W-M-D. Get that CBD! So what's, uh, what's been, what's broken you? Um, so Rex, our nine-year-old, has been having, um, I mean, he's, he always has kind of an attitude problem, but he has like an extra super duper attitude problem lately. It's probably hormones, mm-hmm. you know, start his sort of, we're like click, click, click up the roller coaster mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, puberty. <laughs> we're just click, 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 yeah. click, all going, getting to the top. And um, so, so, you know, hormonal and moody and angry and, you know, and that's combined too with being stuck at home for a million days. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, you know, just it's not yeah. helpful. No, it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help that he hates taking walks or going outside. So that's yeah, a challenge. Because, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he needs to just get out of the house. What? Are my kids, like, are my kids fucking, like, weak or something? Like, <laughs> like what is happening? Like, we'll walk for, like, two blocks, and they'll all be like, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. walk another step. Mm-hmm. You're like, we did that. Oh. I took them up to the park the other day. I walked them up to the park. And back, and it's only like a block and a half up, but it's uphill and a block and a half back. And the park isn't, you can't play there yet. So everything's caution taped. So we went up there, we sat and looked at what the play structure that you can't play on yet, drink some water, and then walk back down. The entire time, the entire time, Betsy, it was, oh. I don't think we're going right away. I don't want to do this. Why are we doing this? I, oh, slow down. Can you wait for me? Why are you guys going so fast? Look at that cactus. Come on, stop. And it was just like <laughs> the whole way. But then at the end of the day late, I was like, what was your favorite thing about today? And they were like, oh, that walk to the park. I, <laughs> what? <laughs> I basically dragged you all uphill and dragged you back down. That, we didn't that do was anything. Like- Every time I would take, because uh, I love to do like nature walks and stuff. Like I like to go to a, like a botanical garden. Outdoorsy shit is my shit. Um, so anytime we'd be like, hey, let's go to the, you know, the gardens or whatever. Let's go to the park. Let's go on a hike. And everyone was like, oh, so the worst. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. Then, but they would always have a really great time. <laughs> they would always like, <laughs> They would love it, but for some reason, just the abstract notion of yeah. going there, they, like, lose their minds. So last night – I mean, this has been going on, like, a lot, but just last night in particular even, um, I was doing something – oh, yeah, I was doing something, and uh, so Ari was supposed to do bedtime, and uh, I, I left. I came back, and – um, I really wanted to like stay out and just like take a long walk by myself, but I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure Ari's probably gonna need a hand. Um, so, oh, and here's the other thing because they're inside all the time, just like they're really pent up, like, yeah, they don't yeah. have a lot of ways to get out their 
energy. And even when I'm like, let's go in the backyard and whatever, play um, basketball or let's go swimming in the in the little pool. Everyone's like, no. Uh, <laughs> so they yeah. just, all they want to do is like play Roblox. So last night, I as as soon as I'm like headed back, I get this text from Ari and he's like, all caps, like this bedtime is rough. No, no. So by the time I come home and go upstairs, he is sitting on the couch in my kid's room and he's just, he's got this like hundred yard stare and he's like looking at like, he's just looking away from them, like at the dresser. Like it, he looked so, I was like, what's wrong? Like I thought he was like pissed at me. Like I didn't know what was happening. He, it was so weird. And so it turns out that he uh, he had given the kids like a whole bunch of warnings, like we're going to go upstairs, we're going to up, go upstairs. And they have this habit of as soon as they turn off the screen and you're like, great, now we're going upstairs. Then they're like, I need cheese. I need a drink. I need this. And you're like, you fuckers, I fucking told you a hundred times we're mm-hmm. getting ready to go upstairs. And we'll we'll say things like last call for snacks, um, like a bar. And uh, so last call, (laughs) last call for snacks. If you want snacks, you've got to do them now because we're going upstairs in five minutes or whatever, or (laughs) half an hour. And we'll give them lots of time and they won't fucking do it. And then it's like, okay, we're going upstairs. Oh, I'm hungry, hungry. So this happened and Rex was like, I want a piece of cheese. Um, And Ari was like, look, I gave you a bunch of warnings and and no, we're not going to do that right now. Um, You know, because maybe... Maybe they'll go upstairs and get ready for bed, and eventually, maybe he'll come up with some cheese or whatever. But, but for that moment, he was like, "We're going upstairs, getting ready." And apparently, Rex like flipped out on him and like um, called him fat, oh. and like he just went like he just got mean, mm. and like, and my husband was like, <laughs> obviously not having it, yeah. um, and. Uh, and Rex will sometimes attack Ari in uh, really mean ways, um, in ways that I wouldn't put up with. But he's more tolerant. Yes, he's more tolerant, mm-hmm. and I am definitely less tolerant of nonsense and yeah. mean shit. Um, so anyway, so I guess he was super mean. He w- and he wouldn't apologize. And I went upstairs, and Ari was just sitting there, and eventually. Um, I was talking to Rex and I was, or I, I talked to Ari and he explained what happened. And then I went back and I was like, Hey Rex, um, you know, daddy's really upset. Like you really hurt his feelings. Um, and it's not nice to comment, especially negatively about someone's body. That's not nice, especially someone you love. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's like, well, it's his fault for not giving me a little slice of cheese. And we... And it was like, well, no, no, no. Like, it's you, you. There's there's only someone, the only person here who's in charge fully of, of you and the words that come out of your mouth are you. It's you. Uh, you're responsible for yourself. And we just, like, went back and fucking forth. And he got so, like, just madder and madder. Mm-hmm. And, and he was like, you're a bad mother. What kind <gasps> of mother? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't even know where he heard that phrase. 
but he was like, you're a bad mob mother. You're, uh, I feel trapped. And it was like, <sighs> children have no perspective. Mm-mm. And I don't know how to show him like perspective in a way that won't scar him or like, you know what I mean? I think I, I honestly don't know that he'll get it until he becomes a parent to be. Oh, no. Honest. I mean, you can teach him. He's just not going to understand what you do and what Ari does for him. He's right. never going to get that. Oh, right. But I just mean like, I was like, Rex, I wish that I could show you the world so that mm. you would understand oh, how right. awesome you've got it. You've yeah. you have a really great life and you have really good parents. Yep. Um and, and he's like parents who lecture me and and you know tell me what to do and I was like I'm always like Rex all parents do that. Like everyone you know like their parents do that. And <laughs> and uh so I was like I, I wish I could show you what like I wish I could show you the world so you would understand all that you have and like how great your parents are. There are so many people out there that have, you know, that don't have all the things that you have that that don't, don't have parents. Don't have parents at all. You're right. Oh my god, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um <sighs> Yeah. Or they do and they don't show up or you know, like it's It's just like it, they're it, so blessed and so ungrateful and have no you know understanding of the world and i wish that i could somehow open his eyes uh but i don't know how and he so we left like we left it just him being just totally um I don't know what's the word impertinent like he he just was like and I left and he was he was crying and I was so mad and he was so like disrespectful and mean to me it's all just a shit show (laughs) so yeah that was uh that's my story (laughs) I'm just over it it is hard. It's, it's layered, right? Because we go through that and you have to sit with the discomfort of not being liked, you know, and then you're Who, also us? trapped. Yeah, as parents, yeah. you know, like we have to get to that space where it's like, you're not going to like me and I have to be okay with that. Um, right. Which and, is hard. You want them yeah. to be happy all the time. You want them to like you all the time. Yeah. And it's hard when the you have those moments of parenting where you're like, I can't, I can't worry about you liking me right now. Yep. I need to show you how to be in the world yeah that like you can't fucking talk to people older people people you love in that way so rude (sighs) so rude and just like never taking he was like it's daddy's fault Hmm. it's daddy's fault that i called him fat because he wouldn't give me cheese like stuff like that i was like no 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 like you are responsible for your own actions and words and that just went way over his head which i get he's nine it's just frustrating yep and i'm afraid he's gonna grow up and be a fucking monster and it'll be all our fault you know 
Uh, I mean, that's all, that's all our, all of our fears is that we'll fail them. And then that fails society. So it's like, oh, this is my one main job. Yeah. Screwing it up. (laughs) But just to give you a little bit of, everyone screws it up. Everybody, you know, like there's nobody that raises a kid that's just like wonderful and amazing. You know, like there's always something there's not a person, even if there's a person that's like, I had nothing wrong with me. That's what's wrong with them. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> there's, there's something wrong with every relationship and you have to do the work and trust, you know, like that's, I think it's, we watched a wrinkle in time that, and, um, the kids liked it. But there's this point where she's really into, she's like, I'm not good enough. I'm, you know, she has low self-esteem and she thinks that she's bad. And, um, and then she starts to realize that her faults are actually the things that make her unique. Um, and I think that that's the same when it comes, you know, how his relationship with Ari is what's going to make them have a unique relationship. Like that's Mm -hmm. what the way he talks to him, the way Ari responds, the way that you show up with them, it's all specific to you all. And so, Mm -hmm. Um, you're there though. You're backing each other up. You're showing him what a like a loving relationship is as a family, and yeah. you're holding him accountable. And that's all important and wonderful things because that's what's going to happen when he goes out in the real world. He's going to have to be accountable for his actions. And so, continuing to do that work now will hopefully make it Ugh. easier later. I'm getting into advice zone, so I got to stop. But I, <laughs> it's I hard. Think you're doing to... great. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. I think it's you're doing great. Because, like, I, 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 I love Ari. I yeah. love him with with everything in me. In <laughs> and when our, even though it's our kid, I still like it's just like there's a mama bear part of me that's just like you don't fuck with Ari. You don't yes. fuck with my husband. It's, that's my husband. I literally said that. I was like, that that is my husband. You yes. you cannot yeah. talk to my husband like Mm-mm. that like it wasn't even about it being uh him yeah. being their dad no he's your love and so yeah. you protect him you yeah. care about him and you don't he's want my, someone hurting him especially someone that you made favorite person <laughs> in the world yeah. yeah yeah although i can't say that because i said that once and rex was like what yeah um <laughs> i think i'll get so into that uh, Benny keeps tricking Keaton, so he won't be paying attention. And she's like, "I'm your favorite, right?" And he's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's so smart. I saw it happen the other day, and then he was like, "Oh, oh, oh!" And she's like, "No, you said it." And she walked away. Like it's so funny <laughs> to watch. I'm your favorite, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. Uh, I love you all. And then she's like, "Bye." <laughs> 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 that is a that's a smart move. I'm yeah, impressed. There's they are slippery. They are yeah. funny, slippery little kids. Like that's pretty that's pretty clever for six. Uh, they are like masterminds. Aimline came in today and she was like, <laughs> Can you open up the cookie? Dad said I could have it. And I was like, Oh, so I walked in the other room and he's like, She keeps trying to get me to open up the cookie. I said, She said you could have it. Okay, should we uh do you want to play um one of these messages and then yeah and then we'll talk message. about it good morning guys first off i just wanted to say i love the podcast i listen to it religiously so let me set the scene i have a two-year-old little girl and two nine-month twin boys whoa i am in the process of 
potty training the two-year-old and um let's just say it got a little shitty this morning um i woke up and she was laying in her bed um with one of her dad's big shirts on and she had ripped her diaper off in the <gasps> middle of the night and had shit all over her room and no! all over her bed not just like a little bit of pee but like soaked her sheet and I have to be at work at 8 in the morning. No. So I am in the process of cleaning up all of the pee and poop from the bedroom and realized I'm going to be late for work. The boys aren't even up and dressed. So I hand off the mess to Dad and start cleaning her up and realize I haven't got the boys dressed yet. So I run in there and get the boys dressed and notice that Carter, which is one of the boy, one of my twin boys... Had blown up in the middle of the night. He has shit through literally everything. Oh, everything. So here I am trying to bathe and get dressed. <laughs> Three kids, two of which are covered oh in poop and pee. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just been a rough morning. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> 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 I love that she was like, "This just happened to me. I got to go to work, but I need to call the podcast and I just love it. because there's nobody who understands more." <laughs> oh my god, that's, that's such a nightmare! Because also, like it, all of us, I think at some point will have some insane thing where a kid takes off their diaper and like paints the room and shit. And that's just like, if it hasn't happened yet, your time is probably just coming. Uh, You know, it doesn't happen with every kid, but mm, I I feel like it's pretty common. But the fact that it happened with two of her three close in age kids. It was like a poop. And she had to go. Yes. Poopocalypse. Poopocalypse. Poor, poor, poor woman. I hope we can find her name. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I know those days. I know the smell. Actually, just even listening to her tell the story, I had got like a little PTSD. I was like, oh, oh no. I just remember. Yeah. Ugh. Hang on. Yes, Rhett? I need you to be down. Um, I'm going to do this until uh, for another half hour. Daddy said that he could do his thing. Um, He could do Dungeons and Dragons downstairs. While he was watching you. I don't have anything to do, and I want and I want to have a computer, but nobody's gonna like, and nobody's lending me it. So I'm sorry. I mean, there's uh, Ajax's school computer, and that there's... does not work. Okay. First of all, it's not for young technology. He can't even play Minecraft. Okay. Well, I'm in the middle of doing a podcast. Hey. You think you could um go downstairs and? Sorry, buddy. Can you close the door? Thank you. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I kind of think we need to keep that in. That's up I to agree. you. I agree. <laughs> he just did what you talked about. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck? The fuck, mom? <laughs> did he say that? He didn't say it. No, he didn't oh, okay. say that. No. No, no, no. Like, no. He was am lovely. I so... <laughs> he was lovely, but I could hear his like, oh. 
He's like, you know, just that, that exact what you're talking about. That like, just I'm trapped. I'm over this. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> like you can use your brother's computer. He's like, it doesn't work. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time he was just like frowning, and his head was like kind of cocked to one side, and he was like. <laughs> All right, well, let's get Poor him buddies. Let's get him that computer. So let's, I think there might be another one. You want to listen to another story? Yes, please. All right, let's see, let's see. Hey, my name's Becky Caswell. I am in Maryland, and I love your show. I don't even have the shit show at the moment, but I'm driving home at 9.18 in the morning. Uh, it's almost an hour drive after working a 13-hour shift as a nurse, going home to my three kids my husband, the kids are six, five, and two, and the husband will be taking care of them while I get to sleep. Unlike some nurses I know, I just went grocery shopping. I got a car full of groceries, did that after the shift. I'm going to put those away while he keeps the two-year-old from basically, like, attacking me and breastfeeding, because I still do that, and... But he's got to keep her away so that she doesn't slip out so that I can actually go up to bed and just go to sleep, which is heavenly to actually sleep away from her and away from the other kids. And but I just wake up a hundred times a day, not even sleeping, but like during the week, the other five days a week when I'm on a day schedule, I wake up a hundred times a day going, how did I get here? Can you guys address this question? Maybe you already have. Do you feel this way? Do you wake up like, oh my God, what happened? Did I switch bodies with someone? Did I switch lives with someone? I I mean, I should be adjusted to it by now because my oldest kid is going to be seven in April. So I've been doing this for a little while, but I still, I swear to God, I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, I I just had no idea what parenting would actually be like and I can't get over it um, <laughs> it's just so fucking hard every fucking day and so fucking relentless and it just blows my mind all day every day and um and like I said it's like one of those you know that movie where they were both peeing in the fountain and they switched lives and I feel like I switched lives with someone and I just Figuring it out a hundred times a day. I don't know. Um, I've been up all night, and that's why I called. And I just felt like calling. And I love you guys. You are doing the Lord's work. Uh, you know, whatever the highest level of work there is, you're doing it. Um, I mean that literally in a you know Judeo-Christian kind of way. I just mean you're doing. Um, something very important for the world. The world is better for having you in it. Oh, thank you, Becky Caswell. Oh my gosh. Oh, I, you I'm could like, call I'm in. Kidding. You could call in and just rant anytime you <gasps> want. <laughs> yes, you know I often feel like I don't know how I got here. I yes. find myself several times a day going like, "What happened?" How do I have twins? Yeah, 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 yeah. How did I get here? Yeah. Is 100%. this my beautiful house? Is this Is my beautiful this? life? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's true because it's like parenting is not what it is. Like when you think about what parenting is before you become a parent, then when you become one, you're like, whoa, this is real hard. Yeah. It's real hard. And then it gets harder with each kid. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's hard with one. I don't want to like minimize it when you have one kid. Oh, yeah. It just keeps just keeps getting hard. (laughs) It just gets harder. (laughs) Yeah. Becky? Man, I felt all of that. Yes, yes, I did too. I appreciate her so much. Oh, what and what kind words? Thank Mm. you, Becky. Yep, you're doing a great job, Amanda. Yeah, you are doing a great job. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. You're doing mm-hmm. you're doing right by your kids. Yes. You are you see them. You can we all them hear back. them. <laughs> he's, yeah, is that you hear a little bit of Wesley, you get a little Wesley playing video games in the background. He's in a whole other room, but he screams at the Zoom like it's oh, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. He's like my mom on a cell phone yes, call. Yes. Okay, you're gonna go over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was brought to you by our sons being loud <laughs> and loving screens. Yeah, little special guests. <laughs> Yep. Oh my God. Really quick. Can I just say that reminded me of uh, my kids have been using my computer a lot because of Zooms and school and stuff and and my phone. And for some reason now, like all the default things are to weird shit that they've done to my computer and my phone. So like Every time I sign on to like Gmail, it's like, hello, Ajax. And I'm like, I'm not fucking Ajax. <laughs> like, every time I go on my phone, now for some reason, the like language is set to like, it keeps g- going to like a different, it, it goes to like Japanese or something. Yes. Yes. They do that and to I, Netflix all the time on mine. And <gasps> I don't know how to get it off because oh the God. instructions are in different languages. Yes. My kids love to watch Netflix in other languages and they just laugh and laugh. <laughs> and then they'll put it on that thing. There's like a – you can set it to um, – for people who can't see, it explains what's happening. Like the action, it actually narrates the action. Did you know mm-hmm. that? Mm-mm. So it's like – Peppa, there's just a man. He's like Peppa Pig puts down the the spoon and oh, asks, no, and like, this, looks wait, at her father. This is this, yeah. They did this, and it's like a little bit hushed. Is it a little mm-hmm. bit hushed? Yeah, or yeah. yeah, it's a little muted. Yeah, but it's like talking. Uh, right, it's for like, people who are blind. Yes, it's talking mm-hmm. during the cartoon or whatever, and they love both. Th- th- so they'll like, oh my god, they'll put it in another language and then also do that thing, and it's just <laughs> insanity. <laughs> Hey, Betsy, throughout all that insanity, you're doing a great job. I don't know, Amanda. I'm a pretty bad mom. (laughs) Nah. Nah. You're as good as it gets. Show him that movie and then say, see? (laughs) As good as it gets? (laughs) Just start confusing him. Just start doing really weird, confusing things and just be like, see? (laughs) 
Let's put a talk. little fear in him where he's like, what's going on? I'm a mom. Why does she keep showing me movies that, you know, they're, I don't know why. And then she says, see? <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh, Ugh. man. Friends, friend, friends at home, I hope you are doing well. I hope that you are healthy. I hope that you are doing yes. your best to – Take care of yourselves. Yeah, to take care of yourselves and yeah. Also, uh, call us and do some more shit shows because it's fun to hear your voices tell your story. We like to read them, but it's really great when you guys call in and say something. So you all are so funny, and we see you. (laughs) Hey, if you like the show, subscribe, rate, and review it. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Like our Facebook page. Join our Facebook group. uh, Send us your shit shows. And buy some merch. We've got super cool merch. And all of this information is in the description of this episode. Kaka. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-884. Copy with your shit show. 424-279-8842. Uh, you might find yourself uh, covered in two out of three of your kids' feces. <laughs> Or rushing home, you know, running home from your working all night long as a nurse and realizing, you know what, I'm going back to the hardest job after working as a nurse all night long. Or you're realizing that you're willing to put your kids in front of the most dangerous virus in the whole entire world just so that they stop staring at the ceiling and and repeating <laughs> things over and over again. Or... You are taking the title of the worst mom ever and owning it. Um, Know that, you know what? You're doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Wes, Wes, play us off. (laughs) My mommy drinks. Hey, it's Mia. Hey, it's Allie. And we host the Rom-Com Review Podcast, P.S. I Love Rom-Com. Each week, we'll have incredible guests come and discuss a new rom-com, grand gestures, meet-cutes, and of course, that elusive chemistry. Mia, what are you doing holding that giant boombox over your head? I'm hoping to win over listeners with this grand gesture. Take us back! Find a new episode every week and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Brought to you by Campfire Media. Wow, you're uh, still holding that boombox. Yeah, I've got great upper body strength. Thanks, CrossFit. Yes. I love rom-coms. I love rom-coms. Campfire.